how to shine your light in this dark world. It's what we're going to talk about today here on Crossroads 98. Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie. We're so glad that you have joined us today. And uh, I've got Eddie Dean Hammond right across from me, right here, sipping his coffee right now. He's a little less uh, bearded on the face right now, but I can see the stubble beginning to grow back. He, so you did something on last Sunday or Saturday night. Well, Saturday night, I wanted to know what I looked like under the beard. I shaved it off, and then I didn't like what I saw, so I started to back. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to go back under the veil. I know yeah. the feeling. <laughs> well, my lovely wife thinks I look smarter with the beard. Oh, smarter, so, wiser, yeah, more yeah, profound. Yeah, that's all of the above, huh? Well, uh, so so how many years had it been since you had four? I hadn't shaved for four years. Four years. So, yeah. Well, I, I had done an accident. Judah noticed at first. Yeah, he did. He was astute. I had an accident uh, with a razor. Um, Sometimes that happens back, too. You remember? What the, I think it was a beginning. It was in the spring of this year, and I thought the guard was on my razor, and I glanced down. I was in a hurry, and did one stripe right up and cut right. I always start with my mustache to 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 uh, trim it. You know, trim it. Just kind of keep it nice and trimmed. And I cut one half of my mustache off. I'm like, well, can't do anything about that. And I don't really feel like doing the Amish yeah. look without the mustache. So I thought I'd uh, go ahead and cut Shit. that all off. And Jude, that was the first time Jude had ever seen me without facial huh. hair. That's funny. So that had been, oh, man, that was 10 years. I've heard so reports where 10, kids 11. scared them. They didn't know who it was. Isn't that funny? That's so. crazy stuff right there. It's uh, it, it's good to be with you, brother, and uh, I'm excited about um, knowing that we've got some things happening. Um, I tell you, God is good, and uh, I'm excited about all that He's going to have happen here. Um, talking about uh, the the light that shines into our our world and. And how it's ref how we then can reflect it, and uh, so Eddie is going to be bringing that. We had one service this last week, and uh, before we actually dive into everything, um, I kind of want to just talk a little bit about Sunday at the park. Uh, we had it at an unusual time, right between the two services. Yeah. We had it at 10 a.m. this time. Kind of threw some people off. They're like, "Oh, I got to get to church." Yeah. <laughs> well, and the professor and Marianne and the all the Gilligan's Island kids, they they came to church. They'd for, they were forgot sick the week before and forgot. Oh, they got here at no. 10.30. Nobody was here. So oh, boy. Well, uh, on home, if so. you were in the mix of that as well and, and, and you got caught off guard, we're so sorry about that. We did have a lot of different notes and Facebook things and calling posts, but sometimes it slips past us, and uh, well, we're sorry if you'd missed that. We are glad that we got out some sort of online presence, and so that was good. And um, but uh, all in all, um, great day. Well, it, it and it went out. It did go out on Facebook. It did absolutely because uh, long. Long story short, I uh, we, we got done with the 
Joe's to order, and I was sitting by Josiah, and I ordered, and I got to really feeling weird and seeing spots, and tried to get up and fell into Josiah, and he caught me, and they took me to ER, uh, pumped me full of fluids, I was dehydrated, but the fact is, I got there, and the the lady that was working at ER says, I just I thought you was at the park. I just saw you on Facebook. I said, Well, now you're seeing me alive and in color. <laughs> so anyhow, and she said, Speaking yeah, of your color, yeah. it's not so good as, uh, as no, it was that's on Facebook. Exactly right. I appreciate Solomon County uh, Community Hospital and all uh, great people up there. They're real good to me. So um, I spent the night and got pumped, backed up, full of fluids, and uh, got kicked out of there. But uh, nonetheless, I. I, I, I think we're fortunate to have, have a hospital here with, uh, with good staff, great, Absolutely. great staff, actually. Absolutely. Uh, they did say that, uh, just to kind of report on that a little bit, they did say that uh, you just got overheated and needed fluids and anything else you wanted to share? Is well, I mean, it, pretty it, really, much it, right? it really dropped my blood pressure was the part of the yeah. problem. Yeah. So. Well, you can remember your pastor as he continues to regain his strength on that, and uh, we're glad to see you. Uh, back in the saddle here today, buddy, and and uh, there are some folks uh, within the context of our body that uh, has COVID, uh, so it's uh, and pray for that. I, man, I thought we were out of the woods, but it's bumming me out about that deal. So it's a little uh, bit of a new strain out there, is. folks, and it's, we do want to ask you to to uh, be be careful, be That's careful, and to take precautions. Wash your hands. Um, you know, keep the sanitizer around. It's some of the stuff that we learned during the COVID season. Don't be kissing any strange people. That's, That's exactly it. the truth. Yeah. So I can. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say. Well, and uh, but but thankfully, thankfully we've got some things in order. Uh, we've gone. We've all gone through this. But I think that if we can really stay aware, keep aware of what we need to do to protect ourselves and our loved ones, yeah. and uh, we don't have to go into a hole. But at the same time, um, just remember the God, uh, the God that loves you, the God that cares. Um, pray for His guidance. Pray for His wisdom. Pray for His protection. Yeah. And He'll guide and, and direct you. Well, with that word, I'd like to have us say a prayer as we get into this. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love and your protection. Thank you for how you cover us. And Lord, uh, as we go out to shine your light, we pray that that we will be a reflection of you. So as we talk about that today, Lord, I pray that you would just lead and guide our our paths, our minds, and uh, may our words be yours. And we do pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, go ahead and go right into that, would you? Well, it was, uh, you know, the text, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, a text that we all have been in the church a while, have heard and known and heard messages on and whatever, but is so profound Jesus speaking speaking to us you are the light of the world like a city on a mountain glowing in the night for all to see don't hide your light under a basket instead put it on a stand and let it shine for all in the same way let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father you know uh, Jesus tells us to to shine our light every day and it's amazing with all the people that, that hear this message, how many people actually that we will come in contact with? Mm -hmm. it's, ama it's, it's amazing, you know? Right. Um, and in every sphere of influence, our family, our friends, people we work with, people you do business with, people go to school with, neighbors are one another in, in the church and in our community. Um, Jesus meant for us to go and interject 
his light into their lives and not to do it in a, a hammer, hammering way. He said, in a cartoon of crusaders riding a horse and carrying a big shield with a cross on it, he is thrusting his spear down on the throat of this guy on the ground who is saying, tell me more about this Christianity. I'm terribly interested. Mm. <laughs> Boy, that's true. That's what happened in the crusades. Yeah, that's crazy. They made people yeah. accept Christ at the point of the sword. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It, that's not what Jesus wanted. Oh, my goodness. And, and how we ever got to that point. Well, I don't know, but I think there are some people today that not to that extreme, but still they're pretty forceful, and it really turns people off is the sad part about it. You know, and we're, we are to reflect Christ, the S-O-N, and that's, that's kind of who we are. And I talk a lot about, or not a lot, but I mentioned the fact that you get a mirror out on a sunny day, you can, man, you can shoot that beam of light a long, long way. It's, it's pretty amazing, actually. And then I started talking about uh, at Crossroads, we, we do community outreach, core, and it's such a big deal because the church leaves the building and we go out in, it, into the world to show the world that we love them and that we are concerned about them. You know, I, I was pretty, pretty happy about the blood drive a couple weeks ago, 42 people. Yeah. And in the, you know, we, we talked about the community garden and Bill and Dennis and, and in VBS. To me, VBS is outreach. Absolutely. A lot of those oh, absolutely. kids sure. from the town and the community that came that probably aren't in church, mm-hmm. actually. So they get a they get a dose of Christ. That's that right. Way. Last so, week, Stacy and I and Jude went to a summer camp at Camp Maranatha. Um, just another reflection of Crossroads and, and uh, more so uh, of Christ. And yep. that's exactly right. And uh, allowing us to get into the world. And I know that if there was feedback right now, a responsive way or a way that responds right here on immediately on this podcast that you would tell your stories listeners you would tell about this is where I've been and and it and sometimes we don't tell our stories because we don't think we think well we don't want to brag about that we yeah. don't want but we brag what what happens is if we can brag on the Lord when the reflection goes back to him and his glory then that true reflection is shown for for others to see how he's doing a great work. Yes, exactly and we don't right. always have to say anything, mm-hmm. but to get it out, to get those stories out, to testify about what God has done. And 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 for last week, that was. Yeah. Those those kids received the word because God led me, mm-hmm. not because of me. No. But because exactly. I, got, I was thankful to get out of the way. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's exactly right. But you're right, back to the core. And, and here we are, right in the, it's this week, right? I mean, we're doing some emphasizing yeah, things this week. Outreach is, uh, in our world, it gives us great credibility. You know, it, people really knows that we care that we get out. And like I've always said, you earn the right to be heard. I think with people, for us to share our faith, we have to earn that right to be heard. We just can't barge into the world right. and dump it on them. Right. But the Holy Spirit does that if we're in tune with Him. He opens the doors for us to speak into others' lives, and we know it. We, we know it when we're supposed to do it, you know. Outreach is uh, giving ourselves away, actually. And like I said, it shows the community that we love them. It speaks volumes, actually. You know, and, and the Holy Spirit, He opens up these windows of opportunity and these divine appointments for us to get into people's lives and what, what we need to do, actually. It's unselfishness is what it is. We need to forget ourselves so much. and. Focus time, talent, and treasure, not just well in the context of the church, but out outside in the community as well. And I think uh, God's allowed us to do that. 
Yeah, and I think that if we look at Galatians 5, we can see the things that would hinder our reflection, mm-hmm. right? We see the things, the, uh, the, the perverse ways in which um, Satan traps us up and, and uh, is sinful nature, right? Right. But then he follows it right up. He says, but a life in the, in the Spirit is full of fruit. And then he spells that out. And he does. Mm-hmm. Kindness, love, joy, kindness, peace, patience, self-control, gentleness, all of these things. And as we allow that trust factor in the world to be seen and do away with the old nature, mm-hmm. the fruit begins to become one that says, you know what? I want some of the fruit that I see from your life. Exactly. You know... You can give an hour of your time to someone who needs you. <clears throat> give a note of encouragement to somebody's down. Give a hug affirmation to someone in your family. Give a visit of mercy into someone who's laid aside. Give a meal you prepared to someone who is sick. Give a word of compassion to someone who just lost a mate. Give a deed of kindness to someone who is slow and easily overlooked. And there's people like that around us. Jesus taught to the extent that you did it. To one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me, Matthew 25, 40. Then I told that story about that kid and his teacher and how mm-hmm. God humbled her uh, to the point. And, and I think there's people like that in all of our lives, but I think we get too busy sometimes and we don't, we don't have time to, to do that. That's actually. right. Right. So, you know, that's, that's kind of where I was at with that. And it, we, we all need to take ownership of of that as far as in the in the church to, to get involved and just give ourselves away to those around us well I think it was a very great message that that the Lord put on your heart and and as we do know that uh, we've got a lot of uh, we, we reflect a lot of things it depends on what we're choosing to good, reflect. Good, bad, or ugly. The good, the bad, we reflect mm-hmm. it all. We do, don't we? Because people watch you. That's right. So, in the bad times and the good times. Yeah. How are you going to react to this? Yeah. You know, and sometimes they, they kind of say, oh, let's just to, see how Steve acts on this one. You know. But to, to me, and I don't, I don't get it, I don't have it, but sometimes people with road rage, it, it's almost amazing or amusing to me i know you shouldn't laugh at that stuff because sometimes it gets deadly oh yeah for sure but they can't little things just irritate them, to them right they off. can't slough it off nope. Nope. and just they want to do something about it <laughs> oh boy that's uh well and that's the thing we all know that in the workplace or whatever when we know that we're aggravating somebody sometimes we keep doing it that's right and that's not right but if you can you can push somebody's button and watch them throw a fit. Yeah. A lot of people do that to, just for amusement. Yeah. Uh, I remember a story when I was working at Trailmobile making semi-trailers. I don't know why it bothered this guy. This guy was a welder. <clears throat> and if somebody go by and just casually toss a rivet at him or something, he'd just go crazy and start hitting stuff with that ball peen hammer. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> So during the day, almost so everybody much. that went by just took a little rivet. Oh. Didn't hurt nothing. Just like hit him on the leg, and he'd throw a fit. And you, you, you hear it all day long. And we thought that was funny because sometimes we'd count how many times his name was Rex. How many times Rex was aggravated? Because you'd hear it say, "Well, somebody throw a rivet at Rex." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's senseless almost, but it was just we found amusement out of that. Mm-hmm, something. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to yeah. reflect something. You're exactly right. Yeah, that's well, what it is. Good, bad, or ugly. That's, that's right. what we do. So that's why we have to be. 
uh, careful and well, in the different seasons of our life, right? Exactly, and and that's what leads us into this next uh, yeah. this next message. Yeah, the next up. message for August first, which is coming, is life changes, but our God does not. The ancient Greek philosopher Heraclitus built a system of thought on the principle that nothing endures but change. He continued that everything is in a state of flux, and he illustrated his point by stating that it is not possible to step twice into the same river. And, he, you know, when we think about cycles in life, you, you think about fads and fashions. We had buzz cuts and flat tops, long hair, big hair, mohawks and mullet, spiked hair, now <laughs> colored hair and all kinds of... You, we realize how long. And I think it's just bizarre. Uh, I have pants on that's... that's but that's from where I didn't buy. These. He's got a he's got a little little I, hole I didn't in buy his these, jeans. These pants, it's I got two pairs like I'm wearing them out. But man, oh man! The when other I was, day, I got to share this with you. The other day, I came across a pair of pants at American Eagle, on the sales rack. Now th- there are going to be a lot of people that are going to chuckle on this because they're going to like they're going to say, especially the young folks, they're going to like, yeah, that is a sale. Sale. It, that had a pair of blue jeans that had, and I'm not kidding you, probably 12 holes that were made where you can see, still see the threads, but had patch behind yeah. them. And, you know, all Patched. the different things. Guess what? For 50 bucks for on sale. They were on the sales rack and said twenty four ninety nine and up. And I thought, does that say nineteen ninety nine? No, 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 no. Forty nine ninety nine. Well, maybe the next thing is patches under them. Well, that's what they are. They're under them, that's so they can I, still see the hole. They, oh, yeah, they've been doing that for a while, and then they then you can wear them. When I was a kid, Granny would grab them and patch them. She yeah. patched everything. Always hated it when she darned socks because that thread in your, oh, on yeah, your, toe, dig into your toe. I didn't like it. Well, so, anyway, you know, you know I, I understand the fads, right? Yeah. So when I, I was thinking about you know white socks, dark socks, and then no socks. Then there was the twist, the jerk, disco. Raves, mosh pits, break dancing, line dancing, and the Cupid Shuffle now every wedding. But it, it, it all changes. It's a yeah. constant. You, you know, and Diane and I was talking about this as well, how uh, we were just talking about gospel music, how they get real hot, and then they have to keep abreast. Or is Third Day, third day still doing concerts? No, Third Day is... Uh, but they're not as... They're not like they were in the beginning. Remember how hot they were? I mean, right. man. Yeah. Now Mac Powell's got, the lead singer's now, got a solo art, uh, solo. What about Mercy Me? Are they still out Mercy there? Mercy Me is definitely still out there, and, and they're still, but you've got to, oh my the, these record deals, right? They've got to generate, continue to generate. But thankfully, in the in the realm of Christianity, the Holy Spirit's guiding some of these folks. Oh, exactly. You right. know, and that, and that that for the ministry, uh, therefore, so I, uh, yeah. I, you know, there I go. But it, 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 <laughs> and there I Everybody, write. you know, they have that moment of fame and then yeah, it drops off. That's just life and that's, you know, the way life is. Washington yeah. Irving wrote, there's a certain relief in, a ch- in change, even though it's from bad to worse. As I have found in traveling in a stagecoach, it is often a comfort to shift one's position and be bruised in a new place. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and that's the doctrine of immu- immutability. That is God. He is immutable. He never changes. And he's the only thing that really, the only person, the only subject that really, that really doesn't change. It stays constant. 
Yeah, Jesus Christ, this is Hebrews 13, 8. We're still in Hebrews 13. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, yes, and forever. Amen. He, he never changes. And then James 1, 17 says, Every good thing bestowed and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation in shifting shadows. In contrast to his creatures, God is not given to moods. Man, am I glad. Shoot. Our Lord remains constant in his love for us. He isn't fickle. He doesn't say one thing and mean another. He doesn't change. His standard, his standards, his standards, he doesn't, or it says he, he doesn't change his standards in midstream is what I was trying to say, I guess. He doesn't sign a contract one day and break it in the next. With him, there's no variation or shifting shadow. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And in, on in verse 9 in Hebrews 13, the writer says, Do not be carried away by varied and strange teachings. For it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, though which those who were, were thus occupied were not benefited. The word varied is from the Greek word poikilos, which, which we get the word polka dot. This word pictures a variety of colors that please the eye and titillate the senses. They may be bright red dots that stimulate our passions, cool blue ones that appeal to our intellect, brilliant gold ones that pro promise fortune, or gray ones that try not to make us compromise, the black and white issues of Scripture. You know, and that, that, is, that is the points, and it talks about not being a fool and being carried away uh, by strange doctrines. And a lot of people want to say that today, that... Uh, that get carried carried off the path you know men's group in the morning is on on false teaching in jeremiah's day god said these false teachers they will reap what they sow so whatever false doctrine they give that's a lie will happen to them mm -hmm. and the, and then god turns his back on them mm. you know that's kind of the, the deal yeah so that's 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 kind of where i'm going there's four assets there's there's four assets that only followers of Christ possess, and this is this is in Hebrews, thirteen. Those who abandon their lives so fervently to follow Jesus Christ have four things in their life: an altar to use, verse ten; a reproach to bear, verse eleven; a city to seek, verse fourteen; and a sacrifice to offer. Verse ten says, "We have an altar from which these those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat." This refers to the cross where Christ's sacrificial offering was made. And what they were saying, that the, those in the Old Testament didn't have that. They had another altar that they spread real blood on mm -hmm. and whatever. But Christ's blood on the cross took that place for us. The crucified Christ means nothing to those without him, but to us, he is our altar. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And in the second asset was a reproach to bear. That's verse 11 through 13. It's going back talking about the Old Testament some. For the bodies of these those animals whose blood is brought into the holy place by the high priest as an offering for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore Jesus also that he might sanctify the people through his own blood suffered outside the gate. That Jesus wasn't sacrificed in the city of Jerusalem. He was out. So that That's was right. the point. Right. That was lining up. This passage makes a connection between the animal sacrifice of the tabernacle and the sacrifice of Christ. How easy it would have been for those first century Christians to settle comfortably within the community, rubbing elbows at the dinner table with the Judaizers and maintaining the status quo. 
But there's a price to pay for identifying with Christ. There's a stigma to live with, a reproach to bear. Yeah. And, and we find that reproach in the world of how people react to Christ and the church. There, that we have to bear that reproach because what do they say? Uh, we're narrow-minded, uh, that we hate these people, different groups of people, whether it's homosexuals or whatever, but they're missing. The, we don't hate them. We just don't agree right. with them. Right. We don't because it doesn't line up with the truth of God. That's exactly right. Just because it doesn't line up with the truth of God doesn't mean that we hate them. Oh we're goodness, just trying no. to tell them what God says. Yeah. Because they're the ones that's going to have to suffer for that sin in their life, not yeah. not us. We, if that makes sense, yeah. you know. So, you know, uh, that was uh, that was the second asset, and the third one is um, a city to seek. Uh, uh, man, this is a great passage. This is a great scripture, verse thirteen or fourteen of Hebrews thirteen. For here we do not have a lasting city, but we're seeking the city which is to come. It's that, you know, we're talking about heaven. If we're busy con constructing some Tower of Babel to create a name for ourselves, it won't last. Of course, we all know empires are fleeting, whether they are personal, political, or financial. They don't last. The only city to seek is the city that lasts, the one sought by the storied heroes of the faith so many millennia ago. And that's heaven. And fourth, a sacrifice to offer. That's the fourth asset. Through him, then, this is verse 15 and 16, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of our lips that gives thanks to his name and do not neglect doing good and sharing for with such sacrifices God is pleased. You know, and that's, that's, what we, that's what we've just been talking about, shining our light and doing good. That's what he says God blesses right. at. Right. Seek means to practically and, well, protect. I can't even say it. Applications, what it is actually. Um, first, a changing world emphasizes our need for a changeless Christ to keep from being swept away by the culture as it changes. We got to hang on to the rock. Second, a changeless Christ redirects our desire toward a grace relationship. When we find in Christ all that God needed, then we find in Christ all that we need as well. Mm -hmm. He's all we need in mm -hmm. life. And then lastly, third, a grace relationship strengthens our hope in a secure eternity. If getting to the city of God were based on works, none of us would know for certain whether we're the, we'd get there. But if the basis is grace, it's like having the key to eternity placed in a saved deposit box in heaven. I like that thought, you know. In an era where families are likely to be scattered across the country as they are to stay in their hometown, where the jobs we train for in college are already obsolete, where the childhood our kids are experiencing looks nothing like the one we enjoyed, isn't it good to know that there's one thing that will never change? Isn't it comforting to plant our feet firmly on God's steadfast nature and let the currents of the world swirl past us? Lean hard on his rock-steady character. Cling to his never-changing love. Let's, it's one thing you can count on. Mm -hmm. You know, life changes, but God does not. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never for, forsake you. That is uh, Hebrews 13, verses 1 and 5. And the question is, do you believe that? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the point. So that's kind oh, of where we're going good. with that. Yeah, absolutely. So...
Well, that is fantastic, and um, uh, this this world does have a lot of changes in it. Um, but uh, to be able to rely on a foundation that is constant, the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. Well, and you know, and, and as I'm realizing at my age, I <laughs> I can't do what, what I used to do, and it it's aggravating. But in Christ, that doesn't change. That's right. So I can't go out in 90 degree heat and do trimming and then mow the yard and not pay for that, which I did. I paid for it dearly, actually. But in our minds, we think we can still do these things. But that's the thing about our faith in Christ. That doesn't weaken. gets stronger. Right. As long as you can talk, write, pray, you, you have that ability to serve. You know, a lot of people don't think they can do, oh, my goodness, that's, so, that's such a lie that Satan has sold yeah. to believers well and we, and we get it we get uh, caught up in our own weakness and so therefore we forget that God is our strength in the right particular times um, so whether it's age or whether it's ability or gifts or or whatever the case personality type even uh, God will be able to use us in his way in his timing it, it, and that's a great point because it's it's the point between uh, the personality types and whether you're introvert a lot of introverts don't think they can, right? Because they're not. And again, that's that's a lot. God is able to use all of us. It doesn't matter. No, that's exactly right. We we are able to use and, and to then and to be effective to different uh, circles or influences, and in how we reflect, right? Yeah. So therefore, again, where are we putting our time? Where are we putting our talent? Are we burying it? Like I the, would say, the. Servant? the, the the brunt, the majority of prayer warriors are introverts. Hmm. I don't know that. I'm just making. I'm just saying. It's very possible. Yeah, because they have that time that because they love where, alone. Where people like me would be yammering, <laughs> they'd be praying. Sure. Not that I don't pray. No, but I'm just no, saying. No, no, I get that. I'm just making a point. But but God uses all of us, and and it is a beautiful kaleidoscope of multicolors, uh, multi personalities, multiple individuals that uh, we have all grown and gone through different journeys of our yes. life. White hair, straight hair, curly hair, no hair. Right. <laughs> Mullets. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, when, I, when I say no hair, there's a face floats to my mind. Yeah. I'm not even going to mention him today. Yeah, yeah. He knows who he is. But that's uh, the, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. But, uh, you know, praise God that, that God doesn't change. And, Amen. Because we live in a changing world. It changes constantly almost. Th new things coming out. It's uh, almost every day. There's something, something new, mm -hmm. you know, and it uh, it fades away. But Christ doesn't. He stays. That's right. And I, and I believe the last thing I'd like to mention is this: is that um, as we are caught up in the whirlwind to excite our senses, to excite the brain, to 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 get that new thing. Rest assured on the constant, non-changing, forever faithful God. Yeah, amen. Go to His Word and lay your life on that. Keep it simple and basic first, hmm. always coming back to that. As I tell my boys, as I told them as they've grown up, the candy, the extra, the sweet, the, the, the fluff on top is not where you base your life. Mm-mm. It will fade. It will. It will falsify so many different aspects of your life. For sure. But when you build it upon the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, He's the cornerstone. 
that God has laid his church upon. Beautiful in its splendor because it's on the bride of Christ, right? It's on us as we continue to reflect him mm-hmm. for his glory. Amen. Pastor, Amen. can you pray for us? Lord, I pray that we are shining our lights, that we are aware of that. Every situation that we're in, uh, in our daily lives, is important and because we do reflect you. And there's an old cliche that I've heard since I've been a believer that uh, we're the only Jesus that people will see, and that I've found that to be very true. You know, I'd like, I'd like to see Jesus in the flesh, and I will someday, but not on this side of the river. That's why he has us. Or that's God, that's why you put us into, into life, in the, into our spheres of influence, and we're there for a reason. So I just pray, Holy Spirit, we stay in tune for you, that when we are to speak or to be quiet, when we are to act or stay still, that we do it, just because we're listening to you, and um, that's the thing that we need to be doing, actually. And I think about this message Sunday, that you're immutable, <laughs> I can't even say it, being immutable, immutable, but uh, you don't change. And man, oh man, that that's hard to find. Even in our own lives, we change constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, we die uh, every minute that we won't live that minute again, and we're getting closer to eternity. So um, we thank you for that, God, that you're always the same, that you're a God of grace and love and mercy, and uh, you're you're always that way. You don't ever change. You're not like us. You don't make promises that you don't keep. And how wonderful that is in our lives. So right now, Father, just pray that you bless these folks. And uh, I just pray, God, that we continue to stay strong in you. And I pray for those that are struggling today. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor, for uh, coming on in here today. And as you recognized, uh, this has gotten to you a day early. Couple reasons for that, and uh, I'm going to be heading out with my boys. Um, I don't know. I think I mentioned it a couple podcasts back uh, that we're going to spend a little bit of time um, with uh, Judah as he goes into middle school and uh, speaking into his life, looking up to the pitfalls, looking for forward to what this new season in his life mm-hmm. does. And I get to right here on the air uh, wish my bride of 30 years. Stacy Marie, yeah. I love you. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. And yeah. uh, I am so thankful that God brought us together. And I'm looking forward to uh, 30 more if God allows us yeah. to do that. Um, and uh, whatever the journey may, may come, we know that as we put him first, uh, he'll guide and direct our, our paths. And uh, But I am so thankful that he has chosen you as my mate. So. Well, thanks so much for being here with us today. Uh, Really have enjoyed our time today, Pastor, and thank you for being here. I know that uh, getting back up on your feet (laughs) and uh, feeling a little weak yesterday, even coming off the weekend, but uh, God's supplying that strength back to you. You look healthy, and your color's back, and I'm glad to see that. So God bless you, and, uh, well, you know. Even even if your color is back, you've you're still kind of wearing a, a I'll have to say it it's a it's kind of a dull gray hat today, Pastor. It's not that cubby blue. It's no, a, I know this is hat was I'm just wearing it out of respect for whoever you know gave it to me and uh, it's it's got the World Series logo on it, but it happens to have L A Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, with that, we'd like to sign off. <laughs>
I'm wearing an honor of Willie Mays. There it is. Didn't he play for the Dodgers? Uh, yeah. Well, San Francisco. I, I think he did. Well, wasn't it San Francisco? Now you're going to have to. Yeah, listeners, go ahead and go to your your your, uh, your Siri or or your or your. Uh, actually, Eddie's going to go there right now. Uh, he's going to see. He's, this is intriguing him if he's played for. I was thinking it was San Francisco. Well, it might be. But you know, uh, somewhere over there in Southern California, and um, I actually think San Francisco. Uh, it's not. It's over in California. But um, anyway. Yeah, he was with the Giants. Giants. All right. He was, but he's a great ball player. Let's yes, he was. Love that. Love that. Well, with that, no, without further ado, we want to sign off right now. And until next week, thanks for joining us, and goodbye.